here we are. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Uh, if you want to find out more about what we're up to, go to www.thedrpatshow.com and check out our new website. We've got lots more that we're adding there. We just can't keep up to it. Uh, and, you know, what I wanted to say is um, this show today is about healing. This show is about thriving. And my next guest, Dr. Lara Honus-Webb, is joining us today. She's got a fabulous book out as well, Listening to Depression, How Understanding Your Pain Can Heal Your Life. And let me just say a little bit about uh, uh, Laura. She is a licensed clinical psychologist and has a private practice down in my old town there where I went to school. Uh, she is the author of The Gift of ADHD and Listening to Depression, How Understanding Your Pain Can Heal Your Life. This book, by the way, was selected by Health Magazine as one of the best therapy books of 2006. Her work has been featured in Newsweek, The Wall Street Journal, Publishers Weekly, as well as newspapers across the country. Uh, and so we are thrilled to have her here today and also... I uh, wanted to let you know that she will also be uh, coming to the Pacific Northwest, the Seattle area, February 24th, so you can catch her and have a conversation with her uh, when she is in the Seattle area. She'll be at East West Bookstore on that day. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Laura, for joining the show today. Oh, thank you, Dr. Pat. Great to be here. Well, you know, this is listening to depression, understanding your pain uh, can heal your life. The bottom line with this is people are, you know, so numb and numbing themselves uh, so as to avoid depression that they don't even want to deal with that. That's right. And sometimes that can lead to two problems instead of one because usually when you're numbing yourself, you're doing it through, it can be food or drugs or sex or doing it in ways that lead to two problems because in addition to the underlying depression, then you have a weight problem or an alcohol problem or a drug problem. So um, it sounds hard to believe, but if you're struggling with depression, it's best to get to the heart of the matter and find out what's going on. Uh, and what do you take of uh, the statistics that have been recently uh, revealed, I want to say? I'm not sure where we get statistics from, actually, being a researcher myself. <laughs> But what do you what do you make of uh, drugs like Prozac and antidepressants being uh, you know being sold by the billions, uh, and uh, and yet the rise of depression seems to be unstoppable. What's underneath all of this? Well, first I want to go back and say that I understand that those rates are about twenty five percent. I also um, believe that those are credible numbers. And I think that a lot of it has to do, in part, when you have numbers that high, it's not that each and every person has some kind of, you know, they're crazy. It's, there must be something in our culture. And I think that the things that lead you out of depression could be following your pleasure or a sense of presence or power and permission. Those are the things that lead you out. But if you look at what our culture is demanding these days, it's performance demands. It's achievement at any cost. Um, the speed of life has made it so we, we don't even spend time with our families. And depression is a wake-up call and saying it's time to get in alignment with your deepest values, not desires, and needs. And everything is pulling us away from that, whether it's the, you know, the computer or the TV or whatever it may be. Well, you know, there, there are so many people that are what, let's call the word, let's use the word stuck for a minute. Yeah. Some people use stuck in depression 
you know, as one and the same. I don't like to do that. But being stuck in some place brings on emotional trauma. It brings on uh, mental angst. And it really does. And this idea of being stuck for whatever reason is at the root cause of, not at the root cause, but perhaps is a symptom for many, many other things going on. You have, you have been on the radio, you've been on television, you've been in the media, you've written books. What is underneath this? Is there any one thing you can point to? How do you describe what's happening? I think half, part of it is a fear of our emotional life. Uh, stuck when there's emotions that we need to go through and we're avoiding them at all costs. Um, and it could be, for example, when a person is stuck, it could be that they need to go through the feeling of emptiness. Now, in order to change your life, you have to go through emptiness into the new life. And many of us are so afraid of that emptiness that we never move forward, and that's what keeps us stuck. Well, you know, I was reading uh, a little bit from the book, and I've been reading about your work. There's a metaphor that you use, and the minute I saw the, the name of this metaphor, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I think she's, like, talking about me. And one of the metaphors I picked up on that you use is you call it the fly banging against a window. And I wonder if you could share a little bit about that. Well, this is what I think many of us do. When we're stuck, we try to bulldoze ahead and solve the problem. And many times depression is saying, stop. So think of this. Many of us have seen this. You're in a car and you see a, a fly and it's just trying to get out. And it's banging its head against the window over and over and over again. Now, if that fly were to just stop, look around and get a sense of it, get a bigger perspective, look at the situation, maybe it would notice that on the other side of the car there's a window that's wide open. But it can't do that because it's bulldozing ahead. It's banging its head. Now, many of us do that. And depression is usually saying, stop, just stop. Get a different perspective, survey the whole scene, and see what you should do now. If you just keep trying the same old things, and um, many times that is just going to lead to in injuring ourselves. Well, you know, I, I wanted to ask you a question about, about your own vision, about your own passion, because, you know, my experience is that uh, people like yourself that take this message out into the world or a message that is as powerful as this one has a real passion. And my question is, you know, what is it that has, you know, been your uh, oak, so to speak? What has catapulted you to take this mission on? What has gotten you to the place where you are now becoming a spokesperson to help people live the lives they want to live? Well, it's exactly what you say. It's a bigger vision. And um, I have worked with students and I have worked with clients. And the fundamental of what I'm trying to say is you have to find meaning in your painful experience, whether it be ADHD or whether it be depression. And the thing that I find is that people get these labels hurled at them and they don't look for the gifts underneath. You know, in my book, The Gift of ADHD, I talk about how you can reframe those symptoms as gifts. And in this book, I say you can dig and find the meaning in your depression. In fact, you must. And that is actually how you heal. And the thing that motivates me is that I thought these were um, good ideas, but I realized that it took more than that. And I was inspired by the saying that a good idea will not become a reality until it has a champion. 
And I realized that I had to take my ideas a step further. I've made dramatic changes in my life so that I could become the champion for these ideas. I don't, you know, claim that I'm, you know, the genius who originated these ideas that are out there in other places, but I want to be the champion. I want to, and because I have seen up close how lives are changed by simple things like focusing on the positive in a person instead of tearing them down with labels. And that's something that we face each and every day. I mean, there are labels for everything. The young people growing up these days, whether they dress a certain way or don't dress a certain way, get labeled. I mean, every time we turn around, we're being bombarded with a menu of labels that we can attach to ourselves or to someone else. We do it through the media. We do it through television. How has this caused many, many people in the world to really hit rock bottom in their lives? Well, it's exactly as you say. If we are solely putting a judgment on a person and giving them a name that has, has something negative to it, whether it be depression, it makes you sound like there's something really fundamentally wrong with you, or ADHD, you have a deficit and a disorder. And if it's not that, it's, you know, you're a rebellious teen. Underlying a lot of this, what I want to say is we use the labels because we're trying to control our sense of confusion and unknown. But I want to say that we're at a turning point where we have to make a choice between control or connection, whether it's these unruly teens that you look at and you see what's wrong with these kids, wouldn't it be more helpful to connect with those kids than try to control them? And of course we need guidelines and discipline, but you can't have guidelines and discipline without connection. Then you just provoke more rebellion. So we're talking, uh, for those of you just tuning in, we're talking with Dr. Laura Honos-Webb. The book that we are referring to right now is Listening to Depression, How Understanding Your Pain Can Heal Your Life. And also, uh, Dr. Laura, you've also referred to a book, The Gift of ADHD. Uh, and I think that is a book whose time has really come because the categorization, what's happening to young people right now and being labeled either ADD or ADHD is, to me, devastating and shocking and a label that they t carry with them their entire lives. That's exactly what I argue, and I think that it creates a depression in a child to tell them that who they are, that fundamentally who they are, maybe they like to daydream, maybe you know they're meant to be an athlete or a dancer and they have exuberant energy, and to put them in a box that tells them they're fundamentally flawed that creates as many problems as it addresses. Oh, boy, we have got lots to talk to. That is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, and I want to mention your website for those uh, folks that are listening to the show, www.visionarysoul.com, visionarysoul.com. And uh, how can people, people get copies of your books? Um, they're available at Amazon.com. Um, of course, they'll be at East West Bookstore when I'm there on February 24th at 7 o'clock. They're available at my website. You just mentioned VisionarySoul.com. Bookstores have them. They're pretty widely available. All right. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, uh, more with Dr. Laura Honos-Webb and more about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Let's each and every one of us know that we can remove ourselves from the shackles of depression, that there is truly a gift in these obstacles, and we'll learn more when we come back from this break. Stay tuned, everyone. Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? 
Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. I'm Dr. Pat Vasily, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Do you want to discover what ignites your heart and sparks your soul? Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show in February when Deborah Tracci, Life and Transition Coach, talks with the listeners who won the coaching contest about their results from the Heart Ignited coaching process. To learn more about this process, Go to heartignited.com or call 206-236-6100. That's heartignited.com or call 206-236-6100. Looking for the perfect way to connect with your children all year long? Give your entire family the gift of heartfelt conversations through the magic of Carla Miller's Seeds of Discovery books. Each Unbound book is a unique interactive experience with simple life lessons for all children and adults. Light-hearted, colorful illustrations attract the attention of children and stimulate interaction with adults. Through titles like, I love myself when, why am I here, I know I can, yes I am, I am, and others. Adults can share creative, fun, meaningful, and long-lasting experiences with their children who will learn about themselves with messages of loving self-image and emotional reinforcement. Love your children by giving your whole family the gift of inspired conversation with Seeds of Discovery books by Carla Miller. Seeds of Discovery books can be found at the Center for Spiritual Living, Island Books, Seattle Unity Church Bookstore, or by going to seedsofdiscovery.com or calling 888-426-1632. That's 888-426-1632. Last year, Meals on Wheels, we delivered over 400,000 meals to the homes of the housebound and elderly all throughout King County. But you know what? Meals on Wheels, hey, we're running out of gas. Due to rising fuel prices, lower government assistance, we're unable to deliver over 100,000 meals this year. Get us back on the road. Help us. Watch for the March-April Meals on Wheels Fun Drive and learn more at 206-268-6785. Thanks. No other station brings you this much variety. Welcome to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. And today, you notice we've got uh, two interviews, powerful interviews, uh, on the venue to help each and every one of us move beyond our vision of obstacles, our, our stuckness in life. And Dr. Laura Honos-Webb is with us today, right now. The question is, can you, do, can you, can your depression heal your life? That's the question that we ask. And that seems almost like, for a lot of people, what do you mean, heal my life? It's causing me pain. But that's the basis of your book. The answer is yes. That's right. And one metaphor that I use is that sometimes in depression, it's as if the lights have gone out. 
and in the darkness, the only thing you can see is that which is lit from within. And for many of us, that is our deepest passion. I tell the story of Jamie in the book who was severely depressed, contemplating suicide. And in the middle of his darkest day, he said, the only thing I could think about was I wanted to be a comic book. I wanted to write comic books. And, of course, everyone said, that's ridiculous. You really are crazy. Well, because he was so profoundly depressed, it was the only thing that he held on to. He pursued it. He wrote comic books. He drew comic books. And he couldn't, you know, you talk about overcoming obstacles. He faced so many obstacles. Well, to get to the short end of the story, he created an online comic book at wantedhero.com. And he supports his family today doing what he loves, his greatest passion, which is comic books. And before that, he was, you know, basically do, spending his life doing things he didn't want to be doing. And so that was the way in which depression healed his life. And, you know, what I wanted to address with this, that, thank you for sharing that story, because um, there are many, many people that have ideas that just, they really are gifts that come to them, as you just said, and yet the people around them would, have, would, would be right up in their faces saying, just like that, no, that's a ridiculous idea. And sometimes the ideas are not ridiculous. I knew a person who wanted to work in a pet store. That was their heart wanted that. And they felt that they couldn't do it because it was a man. And he said, men, you know, that's not a manly thing to do. And, his, and he, it pulled him out of the depression to let himself follow his passion, which is to work with animals. All he wanted to do was work in a pet store, not, you know, an unachievable ambition. And he did it, and it changed his life. Well, you know, so much of what we're talking about today is really to provide our listeners with information, education and information, so that they can take action in their lives. And, you know, it has been said that people that are depressed, they're caught in this cycle of, it's almost like a catch-22. They, they're depressed and they, they know they need to take action, and yet action seems to be the last thing that they're able to take. How do you break people of this cycle? Well, one thing you can say to them is this, that in order to get through the depression, you can understand it as meaning that something new has to come into your life. So what I ask them to do to do action is, is to not make themselves do the actions they, that are miserable for them, that they don't want to do. If it's a person, um, you know, to, to come up with a list of what are things I'd love to do or what are things that sound like fun but I've never done before. And I get them moving by doing things that some seem unrelated to the end goal but are energizing to them. And this is the heart of coming out of depression. It could be as simple as, oh, I want to go to a Valentine's Day party. Well, that's not going to solve your financial problems, but getting you moving and getting you to do things will start things moving in your life, and then you'll gain momentum, and finally you will be able to take the action that you need to take. And I love what you're saying because a lot of times, you know, we do get to be that fly that keeps you know, banging ourselves up against the wall, the same space in the wall over and over and over again. And yet when we stop to say, okay, there may be something else to do like you just talked about, we've got to give ourselves permission to do that. Isn't that true? And isn't that also difficult for people that, let's call it, are not feeling uh, like as joyful as we'd like them to be? That's right. And one of the shortcuts to getting out of depression is to give yourself permission to do the things that you want to do. If you were to ask yourself, if my life were to get easier and easier, and if nothing were too good to be true, what would I be doing six months from now? If you ask yourself that question, 
you're going to say, oh, things are getting easier. You know, I'd be swimming at the pool or I'd be taking care of horses or whatever it might be for you. And you need to start doing those things right now and give yourself permission and it will slowly lead you out of depression and onto your path towards your passion. All right. I want to mention to everyone that um, uh, Dr. Laura Honos Webb is here with us today. The website that we can send people to would be uh, www.visionarysoul.com. And would you just mention uh, to folks um, your upcoming events, where you're going to be? I'm going to be in Seattle on February 24th, and it's going to be at 7 o'clock at East West Bookstore. And I'll be available also the following Sunday if you can't make it that Saturday. Um, I'll be at the bookstore for some consultations. And so, yeah, I'd love to meet you. Come down and uh, talk some more about these ideas. Well, I, you know, I have to say that uh, with both of these books, most people would say that you're going against the grain. And uh, what I mean by that is that uh, in, in, in a profession that you're in, this is an unlikely conversation to be had. You know, that's exactly right. And I have to say I've had, you know, struggles. I've had so many people say, you know, oh, well, you know, the medication is the answer. You're hurting people by not telling them about the medication. Now, I also need to say that my book is not anti-medication. Neither of my books are anti-medication. As much as they're saying whether you are on medication or you're not on medication, you need to find the meaning and find the gifts and focus on the gifts. So... Um, I'm not going so far as to say, you know, that I would never make that decision for a person anyways. But so it has been a hard, and it does go against the profession. But as I said, if you, it's pretty simple. What you focus on, you get more of. And that's what I'm inviting people with depression and ADHD to do. And, you know, it's interesting, uh, Dr. Laura, I wanted to ask you, you know, you've, you've come right out of the gate with, I believe, two of the hottest topics that we can have right now in terms of a psychosocial uh, phenomenon. And uh, it doesn't seem like you're shy in talking about either one. Now, one of the things that you've said when you and I were talking, I think, during break, and, and we mentioned the book, The Gift of ADHD, and I just want to touch on this for a little bit, is that part of the problem here, I believe, as you said, is that we classify and categorize and therefore lead people, young people to depression. Did I get that right? Yes, that's right. What yeah. can we do to stop this? Well, I think that the first thing is to apply this rule, that what you focus on you're going to get more of. And if you're telling your child you have a deficit disorder, it is predictable you're going to get more deficit and disorder. Any child, any person knows that if you can say to you, you're creative, you're exuberant, you're intuitive, you are, um, you know, enthusiastic, that a person will live up to those expectations. And that especially for a child, the balance of our interactions need to be positive. Of course, there are places where you need to patch up weaknesses, but you need to keep your focus on building strength. And that's something I think each and every one of us can use a little more of, don't you think, Dr. Laura? <laughs> yeah, I think it needs to be a revolution that needs to take place. Let's start it. Yes. Let's start the revolution yes. of praising and raising people. I love that idea. All right. Thank you so much for joining the show today. I look forward to catching up with you in person. Thank you for taking this conversation out into the world. It's a conversation that we need to have so that each and every person listening to this show that's not feeling exactly like uh, they would like to feel, that they get some information that will allow them to know 
that there is really nothing wrong with them. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Pat. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. And another fabulous show, I want to, again, give you Dr. Laura's website, www.visionarysoul.com. The gift of depression. Boy, isn't that a thought. See if you can wrap your minds around that today. Uh, Benny, uh, thank you again for a fabulous, fabulous show. My pleasure there, Dr. Pat. I'm hoping you're feeling a little bit better. Well, I'm feeling fine now. It's you. You're the one that's not here. I'm feeling a little bit better. Good, because good, good, good. I just, you know, talked myself out of whatever that was. That's all I good. even had you a little cough here a few minutes ago, but I, I got rid of that. <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> it does happen. Don't forget, we've got a very, very powerful week lined up here. Tomorrow, Carol, Carol, uh, Carla Miller is going to be in the house, Seeds of Discovery. We're going to hear about how this woman, this, this incredibly creative author of children's books, just spent the day at one of the local schools, and we'll see what that's about. Uh, what that's about. Tomorrow, we'll talk about the law of attraction and much more. And on Wednesday... Deborah Tracci in the house. We've got uh, a show that's going to ignite your heart, and it just keeps getting better and better. Make yourselves a fabulous day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. And every Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedoctor.